Welcome to Color Me Green, a podcast focused on making the world a greener place. Welcome back. I hope everyone has had a great week. I am still very busy with photographer things. I have about five shoots I have to edit and get out in the next two-ish weeks, so um, that's great. No pressure. I actually have a photo shoot that I'm about to do right after I record this episode, so I'm trying to do it within a timely manner. So let's see how uh, well I can do. It's currently 6.30. Let's see how long it takes. So for today's episode, we are discussing a few careers in sustainability. I know there are plenty of jobs in this field, but I found a few that seemed interesting enough to share, and maybe down the road I'll do another episode like this and share a different set of careers if that's something you'd be interested in. Just let me know. The first career we are discussing is an ecologist. First, it's important to know what exactly ecology is. According to the Ecological Study of America, ecology is the study of the relationship between living organisms, including humans, and their physical environment. Ecology provides information about the benefits of ecosystems and how we can use the Earth's resources in ways that leave the environment healthy for future generations. Ecologists study many types of relationships, ranging from microscopic bacteria and a fish tank to interactions between thousands of plants, animals, and other organisms living in the wild. For example, they may research how the life in forests, deserts, wetlands, and other ecosystems interact with each other and their environments. One example of this being how the return or removal of a predator species affects another species in the area or the strengths and weaknesses of invasive species compared to native species. Ecologists use their findings to solve environmental problems. For example, they may investigate factors in a disturbed ecosystem, anticipate potential efforts of proposed actions, or design sustainable practices. They may also do fieldwork to collect and analyze data on environmental conditions or to assess or certify a habitat. They use this information to plan habitat management or environmental restoration projects, including procedures, resources, schedules, and budgets. They then communicate their recommendations to landowners, clients, and policymakers. So now that we have an idea of what ecologists do, let's discuss how to become one and the education requirements. Associate degrees are okay for lab, field, or research technician positions. Bachelor's degrees may help in getting work as program scientists in government or as environmental educators and teachers. Master's degrees are typically required for environmental consultants, environmental planners, and program managers in private industry. They are also required for program managers, wildlife biologists, and natural resource managers in government. Doctorates are required for faculty and research positions in academia and for any research position in the private sector, government, and nonprofits. Due to the interdisciplinary nature of the field, ecology students often study life sciences such as zoology, microbiology, and botany, as well as chemistry, earth science, mathematics, computer science, and even writing and communication. It's also highly recommended to get practical experience, so volunteering or working as a professor's lab or research assistant or helping out at a park, nature center, or related government agency is also something to look into. Many ecologists work for state and federal government natural resource agencies. They are typically employed nationwide, but generally more jobs are available in the western states or in Florida. 
As far as salary goes, the median earned salary as of 2020 was about $73,000 and the lowest being about $43,000 and the highest being at about $130,000. The job demand for this field is expected to grow as companies continue to focus on sustainability efforts and as our environment changes. Most of the demand is expected to come from private companies, non-government organizations, and primary and secondary schools. The work and knowledge of ecologists is an important factor in how we create products, industries, buildings, and communities after what we see in nature and making them more efficient and sustainable. Their work brings up the knowledge and tools we need to protect the environment. The second career we are going to be looking at is an environmental geologist. Environmental geologists help prevent contamination of soil and groundwater by determining geologically safe locations for new landfills, ash disposal sites, and nuclear power plants. Not that we want to see any of those. They also help plan new mines to make them safe for the environment. They decide where to put mining waste and how to protect groundwater, and they may develop a soil and water monitoring plan. Along with preventing contamination, environmental geologists also help clean up the contamination from leaking underground gasoline storage tanks or chemical spills. They also help to protect and restore water resources such as wetlands and coastal erosion. Environmental geologists plan or conduct geological field studies to collect data on a site such as soil types, rock structures, and groundwater flows. They use this information along with that gathered from maps, well logs, ground penetrating radar, and aerial photos to better understand underground geological conditions and potential natural hazards, and then advise on how to reduce risk and restore contaminated sites. As far as education goes, a number of schools offer undergrad majors and graduate in environmental geology. However, a lot of people in the field have more general degrees in geology. A few courses include the fundamentals of geology, such as structural geology and geochemistry, geomorphology, soil science, natural hazards, waste disposal, climate change, environmental science, and math courses. It's also important to note that geologists use GIS and specialized geological software to map and survey sites, so taking classes in GIS or computer science may be beneficial. As of 2020, the median salary for a geologist falling under the category of geoscientists was about $93,000. Most environmental geologists work for consulting companies where they offer their advice to soil and mining companies and other clients. They could also be employed by those companies directly. Some work for state and local government agencies and others work as professors or research staff at colleges if not becoming high school science teachers. The demand in this field is expected to grow by 7% in the next 10 years. Okay, now on to the last career we are going to discuss, which is an urban planner. Urban planning is the planning of land use in cities. Urban planners develop plans and programs for land use in their jurisdictions. They keep their communities vibrant and healthy by keeping up with population growth, revitalizing, replacing, or repurposing aging infrastructure, adding schools, and making communities more attractive to businesses. Urban planners work with government officials, developers, and the public to discuss community needs. They gather and analyze data to investigate those needs and develop solutions. 
They will review and sometimes solicit plans submitted by developers and assess them for feasibility, environmental impact, and compliance with zoning and other regulations. Planners will often make modifications or approve plans or deny permits. Sometimes they even oversee an entire project. Some planners may specialize in zoning issues, transportation projects, sustainability and environmental issues, economic development, or public spaces. Therefore, it's necessary that they stay current on zoning or building codes and environmental regulations. As far as sustainability goes, they are more often than not involved in sustainable city projects. For example, they may help design parks, rain gardens, and they may even submit proposals for innovative green technologies such as integrated stormwater and blackwater treatment, LED lighting, solar-powered parking meters and traffic signals, noise barriers with solar panels, or even solar roadways. When it comes to education, urban planners typically need a master's degree from an accredited urban planning program. A lot of programs accept students with a range of undergrad backgrounds, such as geography, planning, economics, public administration, political science, landscape architecture, and environmental design, just to name a few. For the most part, urban planners work for federal, state, county, and city government agencies. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, as of 2012, 65% worked in local government, 14% provided architectural, engineering, or related services, 10% were employees in state government, and 7% worked in management, scientific, or technical consulting firms. The BLS also reported that as of 2020, the median salary for urban planners was about $76,000. Those working in architectural, engineering, or related services made about $81,000, and those working for the federal government earned about $102,000. Within the next 10 years, demand for urban planners is expected to grow at least 7%, which is about the average of all occupations. This, of course, depends on economic conditions, sustainability, and technology advancements in cities. So out of the three careers we discussed, which one do you think has the biggest sustainable impact? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of Color Me Green. New episodes are coming out weekly, and hopefully each one has something you can take away and learn from. If you want to request a certain topic to discuss, please feel free to message me on the show's Instagram at Color Me Green Podcast, linked in the show notes. If you love today's episode, please make sure to leave a review as I will be randomly picking reviews every week as they roll in to read on the show. One of the best ways to help change the world is to share this episode with a friend and let them also learn what they can do to live more sustainably. And please remember to reduce, reuse, recycle, and live green. See you next week.